are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 100. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at ProsperousPetBusiness.com forward slash podcast 100. Once again, ProsperousPetBusiness.com forward slash podcast 100. Hi, pet business owners. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy about today's episode. I want to share with you that I have been grappling with what the best way to celebrate episode number 100 would be. And my initial thought was that I would have a podcast party with listeners and You guys could share which episodes were your favorite and what you've gotten from the podcast and, you know, really anything you want to share about in terms of what you've gained. And at some point, I may do that. I may have a podcast party and it may or may not be recorded. I don't know yet. But as I thought more deeply about episode number 100, I realized what felt the best and what felt most right was me inviting the coaching clients that I have worked with in the last six months, episodes number 93 through 99, and to get an update from them, to hear what they implemented in their sessions, how their businesses are going now, how their personal lives are going A lot of them brought their personal lives into the coaching session, which is very typical. We bring who we are to our business and vice versa. So it's inevitable that the personal life is going to come up when I'm coaching business owners. So the more I thought about it, the more I thought, yes, that is what I want to do for episode number 100. The podcast turns 100. And it was, you know, I thought it would be like herding cats to try to get seven pet business owners to meet at the same day and time. And it was surprisingly easy. I was really, really grateful for these pet business owners who really 
bent through hoops and jumped over backward to be a part of today's episode. And there were two that weren't able to come to this update session today, and they really wanted to, but one is suffering from COVID, unfortunately, and the other one was having internet issues. But I did have five out of the seven last coaching clients that you've heard on this podcast who are here today to share what they experienced as a result of being coached by me, what it was like, what they worked on in their business as a result of this session, and where their business is today. And each one of these beautiful souls is somebody that I really appreciate and appreciate the way they run their business and the consciousness with which they bring to their business and their intention and their desire. And not only that, I really appreciate their giving hearts because it wasn't only for themselves that they came on the podcast, but they really felt like maybe somebody else will benefit from what I'm going through. Maybe there's someone out there that is struggling with what I'm struggling with. And having heard from a lot of you listeners, thank you so much, those of you that have sent me emails and have written just such wonderful reviews for this podcast. It means so much to me. But a lot of you have said how much you've appreciated these coaching sessions that have been recorded. And they wouldn't have happened, of course, without these wonderful people who are willing to, you know, let us all into their lives and their businesses. So I'm just incredibly grateful. And I know a lot of you are too. And, you know, if you want to send me an email and let me know, you know, how these episodes have touched you, I will be happy to pass that on to these wonderful pet business owners who are on today to give an update of where they are now and what the experience was like of being coached on the podcast and the changes that they've made in their business and their personal life. So without further ado we are going to dive into this update session with pet business owners from all over the country who are here today to share with you their updates. Enjoy. Hey, Stephanie. It's so good to see you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And then Kelsey, Caitlin. Hello, Carly. This is Susan Hurston. Hello. I am just so, so grateful for you all to be here today. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. You know, I really just want to acknowledge your courage. Each of you came on the podcast and, you know, let it rip. (laughs) It's like, this is what's happening in my business. I'm struggling. And it takes so much courage to do that. And so I just really want to acknowledge that first and foremost. And also just let you know how much it's been appreciated by me and not only me, but by the listeners. I've had a lot of pet business owners contact me and say, those coaching sessions have been so impactful for me. You know, they've learned a lot through listening to you share what's going on and 
you know, the coaching session that you bravely showed up for. So I am just incredibly grateful for that. And I want to really acknowledge Kelsey, who is here today, who almost didn't make it because she fell off a horse yesterday for her horse and uh, fell on her head and had a concussion. And here she is (laughs) showing up. And um, so I really appreciate you you doing that, Kelsey, and being a part of this update episode. And to all of you who have made time in your busy day, each each one of you today. So thank you so much. So I'm going to actually go in order of the episode that you appeared in. I thought that would be the best way to do this. And unfortunately, not everyone is here today. And so I will be skipping some episodes. But I actually want to start with episode 93, which was the beginning of this uh, podcast season of these coaching episodes. And that is Susan Hurst from Susan Sits Pets. So Susan, if you could kindly unmute yourself, I would really appreciate it. So we can just have a little conversation together. Hi, Kristen. Hi. Oh my God. Good to see you again. It's so good to see you again. And, you know, that was a really um, unusual session Mm -hmm. in terms of coaching. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, we, we both stepped into the void there of like, okay, here we are, you know, (laughs) let's see what wants to show up. So can you just share a little bit about, you know, what, well, the name of the episode was the compulsion to overwork because you were really experiencing this overworking syndrome. Yes. And so can you share a little bit about that and then what the coaching experience was like and kind of where you're at now in your business? Sure, sure. Um, it, it was interesting when you made the call for somebody to um, step in and record this session um, for the for this episode. Um, I had just been reading the business burnout book and I had read the chapter about taking the busy out of your business, which I I can make myself busy all day long, even if there's something that doesn't have to be done. And then there was the, um, the chapter about active imagination and really digging into it. So um, with the episode that we did, I had you coach me through a session for that. Like you said, stepping into the void, this is not your typical business thing. Just try to get to the root of what this is and why, you know, I have to be like that all the time. I just can't, you know, be still. And if you are, then the brain's not still. And what showed up for us was a little wren, like a bird. And, um, you know, it was just flitting around, super busy, looking over its shoulder all the time, trying to get done what it has to get done to survive and not get eaten. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, we were asking what, what did it need? It needed a home, you know, that was uncluttered, um, you know, an abundance of what it needed to support itself, um, you know, a clear, clear sight into things. And so like a home that's not, you know, in the bushes and things where things can sneak up on it. Um, and you had, you know, mentioned to me that also like, maybe I need to get something to remind me of this as an anchor, like a physical anchor about this. So I did get a gourd house for a wren. This is it. See the little hole that it gets. (laughs) And can you describe it? Because, um, the podcast listeners won't be able to see it, but yeah, they won't be able to see too. So it's, 
um, you can get gourds and hollow them out, um, you know, so it's, it's gourd shaped. Uh, this particular one is done by an artist on Etsy. So it also has all of these rainbow colors on it. And it's actually called the, the Peace Gourd because it's sort of these peaceful, different, you know, rainbow ink colors. And um, then it's polyurethane. So you can hang it in the tree. So come springtime here in Delaware. I will do that so I can, you know, actually give a home to a wren. Um, so that's kind of, you know, just that anchor, um, you know, to, to remind simple. me of that too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And, um, what we had discussed, we didn't unravel everything there. So I spent some more time digging cause it's like, you know, really what is the source of all of this? Um, and one thing that very much struck me that you mentioned, um, during our session is sometimes it's like, you know, these expectations and things about like, well, I have to make my business a certain way, actually making it a little bit smaller. Now I don't need an empire. Um, but like that you're carrying this backpack that is full of other people's rocks. <laughs> Why are you carrying other people's rocks around for that too? And, and that, um, and you'd also mentioned this in your book too, when you were saying about like, you know, where did your belief that money it's hard to make money came from. And you saw that came from your dad. And it's not like they told you that, but it's just what you're seeing and, you know, doing it all. all Internalizing. And like, yeah, you're not necessarily, it's not a direct thing that's been told to you, but I went back and I looked at a lot of like my busyness comes, I think from there's a fear that it's like, you, you have to keep going. If you stop, like what you have is not enough. That's also the REM looking for that abundance and having to take care of itself. And I really do think a lot of that comes from my maternal grandmother. She always lived with us. She was a World War II refugee. Um, she had been in a displaced persons camp in Germany. Um, you know, she came from Estonia, so she did not go through, you know, the living hell that other people did, but there's a lot of PTSD lost everything, uh, had to come over here and work as a housekeeper in someone's house and then reestablish everything. And, you know, it's also the, you know, people pleasing thing because you have to do that to stay safe, you know, Mm -hmm. so you tell people yes, and you genuinely have a good heart too. Mm -hmm. Um, And that got passed on to my mother, who also, you know, struggled, you know, having, you know, me as the firstborn just after turning 18. So like, there was always struggle, but like, our family gave us what we need, you know, my siblings and I needed to get beyond that college education, you know, security, good career, everything's pretty much paid off, walked away from 30 years of corporate financial services, because it had enough of that to do the pet sitting, but still had to make more. But it's like, I don't have to. And then a lot of the compulsion is also that 30 years of corporate stuff. Mm -hmm. If there's a space on your calendar, and someone asks for a meeting, you accept it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Same thing here client asks for a pet visit, there's a hole in your schedule, fill it, even though like, you know, 16 visits is probably too many today, you know, so, um, so I've really been digging into that. And it's helped a lot with setting boundaries. Um, I've set some new ones for this year, too. I uh, raised my prices at the beginning of the year, Uh, it goes into effect for new clients immediately, Um, existing clients, it will be April 1st. Right. And I've told everybody, I, I started getting requests in um, December from my clients, even I'm booked for next Christmas already and started getting summer ones. I'm like, all right, I am not going to be like this past summer where I am like mm-hmm. drowning in it. I just won't. So I, they've been communicated. They're going to get one every quarter. I already blocked 
two weeks of vacation off. They have been told. Um, I'm being very selective of what I bring in as far as new clients. There has to be a very specific fit um, for where they are, how laid back they are, um, you know, the the type of animals and the type of visits that they need for that. Mm -hmm. So um, it's an, it's going to, it's not solved. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it's a work in progress. It sounds like. Yeah. And it it always will be. I mean, all of us you know, know these things about ourselves, you know what the right thing is to do and what you have yeah. to do, but consistently doing it and being kind to yourself while yeah. you do is, is stuff. very but, important. Yeah. And we'd also talked about, I needed to make more room for um, my creativity and my artwork mm-hmm. so that I'm actually getting ready to start my best year yet goal. Yeah. I love that software. I use it every yeah, year um, for that too. And that's going to be a priority because yeah. Um, it's very easy to put creative stuff in the back burner and go, I need to do my business first. I need to take care of my clients. I need to do the laundry. (laughs) (laughs) I need to clean the house. And, you know, you're like going, you know, I can't, can't draw a picture. need to clean the toilet. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 this is important for your heart Mm -hmm. and your soul. And you, you need to prioritize that. So that's, that's what we're working on here. Wow. I love this. And, you know, just so you know, Susan, not that you're not unique and very special because you are. <laughs> and so many people are dealing with this. Like oh, yeah, so many business owners, there is this compulsion to overwork. And sometimes what happens when we overwork is that we're under earning too. It's like this twofold thing. So we're both exhausted and we have no money, you know, because we're not charging enough. It's a whole, like it gets into are we valuing ourselves? Are we valuing our time? And how can we value ourselves and how can we value our time? And so I really hear you doing that with the prioritization of your creativity. And I've seen your pictures, you know, you sent some to me. Thank you so much for sharing Mm -hmm. that with me. And they are just exquisite. So I love that these babies are being born, you know, in this, <laughs> in these pictures, you know, that which is not yet been and here it is appearing, you know, it's sweet. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I it, this month's been a little bit slower and that's fine. I wasn't Good. pushing for more. So um, when we talked last time, I guess that was in it, September, October. Yeah. Right now that I hadn't touched I hadn't had time to touch a paintbrush since the end of March. And I've, I've done six or seven mm-hmm. pictures. I finished a, a beadwork project too, you know, for that too. So just, um, oh. the, the, it's picking up again, the stuff February, you know? <laughs> so I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm going yeah. to take full advantage and not feel Good. guilty about it. This is also, yeah, that's right. our work is, our work is cyclical. You know, we have, you know, these, these huge, you know, it's super busy in the summer and over the holidays. Um, and so guess what? I work like a crazy person. Then I can be a complete, you know, slug on the couch and, you yes. know, draw what I want and do what I want and take that break now while I can. And Absolutely. Not stress about it. It's so important to take it when you can and to not mm-hmm. only take it when you can, but to create it when you can mm-hmm. as well. And you're doing both, it sounds like. So I'm really proud of you. I mean, it's just, it's heartwarming to me because I remember when we were talking, you were saying, I haven't picked up a paintbrush in so long. And yeah. here you've painted a few pictures and 
It's just wonderful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And you have a beautiful gourd. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so sweet. All right, yeah. my dear. Well, thank you so much for sharing today. I really appreciate You're welcome. it. Is there yeah. anything else you want to say? No, I think that pretty much covers it. It is, like I said, it is a work in progress. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. talking a good game here. Like I've got all my ducks lined up. Mm-hmm. The second stuff gets crazy again, like spring yeah. break here. I'm sure I am going to be, you know, sort of back down in that same hole again. And but, you know, it's like now I have some of the tools to, exactly. you know, to 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 pull myself back out again and, That's and right. hopefully not go all the way down into That's the depth. That's right. So, exactly. Yeah. 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 All right, my dear. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, great. All right. We have episode 94, How to Step Away from Your Pet Business with Caitlin. Caitlin, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Good. Yeah. It's so nice to see you again. I know you as well. So tell me a little bit, remind me about what we talked about in terms of how to step away from your pet business and where you are today, what we, what you worked on and. Sure. So so, um, I actually had just by a freak, a freak accident uh, was kind of forced into following your, uh, you know, your advice sooner than I had hoped. (laughs) Um, So uh, I, you know, I think we had spoke about, you know, staff, how to utilize them, um, how to, you know, put people in part-time positions so they stick around a little bit longer. Um, And, you know, work was just consuming my whole life. (laughs) Um, I was working really long days, 16-hour days, um, and it just... I never really took time for myself to do anything and it just was exhausted. Um, so I had burnout. I was just done. Um, and just by some freak chance, I was actually attacked by a dog at work uh, soon after we had spoken. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was a 200 pound Mastiff. <laughs> um, and so it put me out of work for two weeks. Uh, actually, last week was my first week back to work. Um, and so luckily I did have staff in place to take over, you know, what I needed, but I was hoping that I was like, okay, you know, I had to put everybody on a part-time schedule, but with this accident, I couldn't work at all. And so everybody really needed to step up and do the five day a week thing, which I didn't want to do. (laughs) Um, and so, I'm kind of feeling relieved that I had staff, um, but I feel like it's putting me back in this pickle of <laughs> now everyone's five days a week. How am I going to be like, hey, thanks for covering for me. Uh, now I'm taking back all my hours that I had given you. And yeah. so I'm just kind of in this new pickle that I'm exploring. So. <laughs> yeah, I understand. So what you might want to do is ask them, Do they are they okay with it? Sure. And yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. So asking them and then also hiring backups in the event that they can't do it for some reason. So the, the challenge of having somebody walk dogs, let's say five days a week is that if something happens to them, like they get bit by a dog and (laughs) are not able to work or, you know, whatever, or they quit suddenly, then you're up a Creek because you've got to cover all of these Dogs, yes. Right? Yep. So I've been there and I don't want to do it again. And so I've been you. looking, <laughs> I've been good, good. searching high and low. And yeah. so I think I finally just hopefully hired somebody. Okay. Uh, I offered her the position just waiting to hear back. So okay, good, <laughs> hopefully good. fingers crossed it works out. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And then, so I also, like I said, had no life. All I did was work. And so I actually scheduled a vacation with my boyfriend. We're going to Universal Orlando, not this weekend, next weekend. So I finally get a weekend off, oh, <laughs> get to do something fun. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I know I just was off of work because I got bit, but it's just, I haven't actually like gone anywhere, gone on vacation in oh. so long. I'm afraid to leave, right? Like I, what yeah. if someone doesn't show up to work? And so yeah. it's just, I'm really excited to just yeah. have a weekend off. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for yeah. you. And, you know, part of it is like Susan, you're kind of jumping into the void of like, ah, I'm taking right. a vacation, hoping that things are okay. And sometimes that's the way we have to do it is we have to jump, you know, and go against our comfort zone right. in order to get those most important needs met, which are for you, you need a break. <laughs> Right. right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're setting things up so that things are going to run as smoothly as possible. Right. Um, so now that because I was kind of forced out of work and now that I'm kind of going back slowly, I actually set myself up to only take clients Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to give myself Monday and Friday for admin work. Wonderful. So I'm kind of taking the dog bite as a blessing in disguise. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll take a mangled arm for some free time. So <laughs> exactly. and hopefully it'll heal just fine. Yeah, almost out of the water, a couple more yeah. months of OT and I'll be oh, good to go. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, That's me too. <laughs> and, you know, you're kind of seeing these hidden silver linings here from the accident. And, you know, yeah, it may be in some ways a blessing in disguise because I know you were really having a challenge like stepping away. Yeah. Yeah. I think the dog, right, could have killed me it was a 200 pound dog and yeah. so I just was like all right where's the silver lining in any of this yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I just got bit by a dog my work schedule is so crazy and yeah but it it all worked out so yeah and before we can really go to that silver lining or the blessing often we need and I'm sure you did this is to feel like the anguish of something yeah. traumatizing like that too yeah absolutely yeah. so yeah. I just really feel for you that you went through that like I said, I'm going to take it as a blessing in disguise. I really need to yeah. take a back seat and yeah. it forced me to really, it you know, really take care of myself and it's get my right. arm better. So, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> it's like, you know, that deep and utter um, feeling of needing to take care of yourself. You yeah. Know, you have this yeah. arm that needs your attention, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I was worried I wasn't going to be able to go back at all. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm just super excited for you about your vacation. <laughs> Thanks, me too. <laughs> I know, that's a big deal. So anything else you want to say? Nothing else, nothing really. Um, I guess just the time that I had taken off because I was unable to work, I'd spent uh, actually catching up. I had purchased your catapult program. And oh, so great. I never actually took the time to listen to it because I was working all the time. <laughs> so uh -huh. I finally had the time to actually sit down and participate. And so, yeah, so I'm super happy about that. <laughs> great. I'm glad you're a part of it. And there's a private yeah. Facebook group Yes, already a member. Oh, good. Okay, great. I'm glad. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, you're welcome, darling. Thank you. Okay, next we have Carly, episode 96, where, when, and how to get client reviews. Hello, Miss Carly. Hello. Hi, how are you, darling? 
I am fantastic. So do you mind if I mention or or you could mention your exciting news that has nothing to do with pet business, but everything to do with a wonderful life? Right? (laughs) Yes. So I am engaged. Um, He proposed on the 1st of January. Oh, I love it. So So sweet. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. You're glowing. Right. <laughs> so that has yeah. made things a little bit different. Um, yes. Big changes. Sure, um, sure. So I live in California, and so when we did our our thing, it was all about um, growing my business and getting reviews. Which um, I was just writing my testimony for our, our best year yet because mm-hmm. it's amazing. I was I had to look it up because we've only done a quarter of it. I started with it. With you in October, and I have yeah. done more with you in three months than I've done with my business in five years. Oh, it's just amazing! Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Oh. So, um, so yeah. So when we did our podcast, it was all about how to get the most reviews. Well, I have the most Google reviews in my whole area wow. by far, like double. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm number two for, um, next door. So I have 14, I, the, another pet sitter has 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm in California and my fiance is in South Carolina and he has mm-hmm. kids. So he wins, um, yeah. he does in terms of destination, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So big changes mm-hmm. are, are happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I'm selling my business and moving to South Carolina. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And we were working on, you know, you keeping, we were exploring you keeping your business and maybe running it in both places is kind of what the idea was. But here is this happy event that's shifted, right? Shifted things. And really caused you to become aware of, okay, I need to sell this business. And are you going to be starting a business in South Carolina? Okay, cool. So since I've got my dog training certification, I'm going to do dog training full-time in South Carolina. Wow. I am so excited for you. And I'm excited for your future clients too. Mm -hmm. Wow. I've decided that that's just really where my passion is full-time. It's important to discover that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I'm just super, super excited about it. And so I'm moving in the middle of March. Wow. March Coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, those, all those reviews are, though you can't really quantify it in terms of money with the new buyer, whoever that may be. Um, that is considered goodwill. They call it goodwill in terms of the sales of a business. And it's worth, it's substantially worth money. Um, you can, you know, charge a higher price as a result of having that goodwill and those great reviews. So even though you're not going to be keeping your business as you anticipated, those reviews that you actively went after, mm-hmm you know, with clients are going to serve you well. And not only that, that skill that you learned 
in terms of getting reviews quickly is going to serve you well for your dog training business in South Carolina. Exactly. So it's like working a muscle at the gym, you know? Yeah. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. And anything, anything you want to share? Um, that's one thing that I'm, I'm wondering. So the buyer that I am talking to, mm-hmm. so I was hoping that one of my backup people was going to buy the business, um, but that's not working out. So the person that I'm talking to um, has a business and they've been in business for about 10 years and they do um, work with other, other independent contractors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, they probably, you know, if it was going to be my backup person, then she would keep the name. Mm-hmm. And so all of those good reviews would have stayed. Yes. Um, but if they don't keep the name, um, I'm wondering kind of what like a fair sales thing would be. Cause if it yeah. was my backup person, I was going to have them do it like, you know, 25% for like three months or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and like 50% of my startup costs for the, the fees for the name and all that kind of stuff, the website yeah, and everything. Yeah. But if they're not keeping the name and they just yeah. want basically my client list, yeah, would you do maybe like six months at 25%? You know, I would do, if it were me, I would do 50% for three months. Okay. And you're going to want to have a contract and they're going to, okay, you have that. So in terms of, because it's a risk for the buyer in terms of what if the clients leave after one month, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And what happens? Do you get paid regardless? Or so you really want to iron out those details. And I would be talking to a business attorney, right? Um, specifically about that and really ironing out the details of that contract. And it'll be important. What you can do if you're just selling all your clients is, and this could be something that you do from South Carolina, which is sell the business entity without the clients. You've got you know, unless you want to keep the name, is that something you want to do? No, nope. no, you're not attached to it because you've got all these reviews and everything. So I think, you know, it's kind of in a way a shell of a business in that it doesn't have clients if you've sold the client list. Right. But it's got a lot to offer. You've got a website, you've got great reviews. You know, yep. obviously, you would want to find a buyer that is going to do a fantastic job to kind of keep those reviews going, even, you know, just in terms of your love of this business that you created, you know, and to help future people who find that business. But I, I would do like a two part selling thing for the second part. If you do end up just selling the client list to an existing pet business owner, I would, yeah, I would create a list of all of the items that your business contains, website, software, you know, access, um, the logo, the trademark, if you have it, the goodwill, which are all the client reviews, you know, business cards, anything, the phone number, you know, all of it. Okay. The domain. Yeah. All of it. And you could, I mean, you know, I'd have to talk to you separately about what you right. might want to price for that. Cause I'd have to like do some right. digging a little bit and talking to you more, but I just, yeah, I think don't give, don't let it just dissolve. Exactly. Because you've, 
spent a lot of time and energy to create this wonderful business. So I think Mm -hmm. it'd be worth it to you to Mm -hmm. sell the, you know, do a part one sale with the client list, if that's what happens. And then part two with all of the business items. And it's like a business in a box in a way, you know, (laughs) they get, it's a, it's a turnkey business, like just, I mean, you won't, they won't have clients. So in that way, it's not turnkey, but it is turnkey in the way that they'll be ready to go. Yep. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. My dear. Good to see you. Good talking to you. All right. Next is Kelsey episode number 97. Automate your business. Hello, Kelsey. Hello. Hi. Oh, Hi. Thank you so much for showing up today in spite of your uh, <laughs> accident with the horse. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate it. No problem. Yeah. I so appreciate t- your help. Oh, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about what we worked on during that podcast coaching session and then kind of where you're at now. So we worked on mostly creating uh, systems and processes and making people follow them mostly. Mm -hmm. We talked about a lot of stuff, but that was most of it. So um, now I have created mostly checklists. Checklists are great. You know, uh, everybody kind of gave me the, we don't want to. And my people that are you know, my main people that know what to do, I told them they're fine. They don't have to, they don't have to do it, but all the new people and stuff until you can do it without using the checklist, you need to use it. And Mm -hmm. I've actually had a few people say, I actually like checklists. So that's nice and helpful. And it's also really helpful, um, creating the expectation, you know, you, you would think that, it's easy, you know, to me, I'm like, it's easy. Should I really have to tell you that you have to fill the water or do this or that? Yeah. And you do have to yes, tell that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just creating the expectation a little bit better, even though I thought I was kind of doing a good job doing that, but it has helped a lot. And I've also um, hired three new employees. So I've tried to start them off right and just make them use the checklist, make them, you know, train them a little better because I own a kennel. So it's, it's not that hard. You know, you, Mm -hmm. you clean it up. It's, it seems like it shouldn't take rocket science, but sometimes (laughs) (laughs) you have to spell it it out. (laughs) So uh, creating the expectation and just giving them a solid list of Mm -hmm. what's expected. This is how you do it has really, it has helped. And I'm also a little bit slower. I think probably most of us are because it's winter. So that's Mm -hmm. helped me just kind of breathe a little bit and not, you know, take the time with all the new people to Mm -hmm. show them this is how it needs to be done. And this is how it needs to look is helpful. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. to have that time and space, because actually when we talked, you were pretty busy. I was really busy. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel like I'm just, I, you know, I'm slower than I was, but it just never ends. But Mm -hmm. as, um, the people before me, I'm trying really hard to 
purposely schedule days off for myself and take the time for myself to just breathe a little bit. And Mm -hmm. it helps my mental health a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing. And we bring who we are to our business. So if we're not taking care of ourselves, it is really detrimental to not only ourselves, but our business. So yeah. 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 I find when I'm crabby, everybody else doesn't perform well either. So I'm trying to mm -hmm, energetic thing. It's contagious. Yeah. Bad. That negative energy is, is contagious. It really, it really is. So I'm trying really hard, you know, it's kind of like, where's the little bit of lost. I don't, wouldn't even say lost money, but I'm booking for, cause I groom and have kennels. So the kennels are fine, but grooming is like, I'm always busy. I can never just get a little break, even though I'm slow. So it's kind of hard because I'm having to book a little farther out and people want today and they can't do that and stuff. But also working on boundaries Mm -hmm. for myself is having the good employees with the better expectations and like creating the systems really helps definitely. And I think it was a little bit of validation to just, I, I had the checklist, but everybody would ho-hum about it and I just kind of, okay. And now I'm like, no, you need to use it. And it's helped a lot. (laughs) I'm glad. I know. I remember you saying they really didn't like it. And I was like, too bad. I had someone (laughs) tell me, but this is a lot of checking. I'm like, well, get over it. And check all the boxes, you know, (laughs) I have 34 kennels and there's so many, you know, I did like every single step and it is a lot of checking. Like Uh I was like, Oh, I kind of wouldn't want to do this either, but But it shows what could be missing if you don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really helpful. And some of my new people actually are like, they, I don't have a lot of time to oversee them all the time. I'm usually grooming and I can't watch their every move. So yeah. having the checklist really helps me because I can just run through it really quick and I don't have to stop every five minutes and go show them like, this is what you do or you miss this or, you know, yeah. whatever it is. So it, it, it was very helpful. I was on the right path, but I'm just being a little more strict about it and Mm -hmm. it's really useful. So I'm so glad that's fantastic. Yeah. So anything else you want to share? I will tell everybody that I got your application packet because I am having a really hard time hiring as all of us are. And it really helped. I was a little skeptical just because it's a big packet. And I'm like, people don't even show up to interviews. Why would they take the time to fill out this application packet? And it has, it really, really helped. And I was able to pay people a little bit better. I think Mm -hmm. just, they filled out the application, they followed the instructions, they did this, like, instead Mm -hmm. of, oh, I don't know, maybe this person's okay, maybe not. And it's Mm -hmm. really been helpful. And I'm really excited about my couple new people that I have so far that we're all application packet hires. So it works. (laughs) That makes me so happy. It is a big barrier to entry. It's like a hoop that they have to jump through. And if they can't jump through the hoop, they're not the right fit. Yeah. You know, and I usually, um, post on indeed and it's really easy to, for them to just, 
apply, apply, apply. And then mm-hmm. nobody ever follows through. And then I schedule all these interviews and nobody shows up and it's yeah. a waste of my time. Cause then I'm reviewing their applications. So they're all the people that filled out the applications showed up to the interviews and it just, it really, it was really less time consuming. It just, it really helped. Oh, I'm <laughs> it was so a, it's a big deal. I'm really excited. Oh, I yeah. still have um, to create the, my couple more job descriptions that I haven't hired for, but, um, I have the bulk of the packet done and it's, I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So I'm very happy with that. So thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) That helped a lot. Wonderful. Okay. My dear, thank you so much. Thank you. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. We have episode 98, Stephanie Hickey, How to Fix many pet business challenges. We went through a lot of information on your podcast. We really did. Yes. (laughs) It's almost good that I'm going last because I pretty much take up everything everybody else just talked about. Exactly. (laughs) I know. I'm so happy to see you, first of all. Thank you. Wonderful. And I loved working with you. I love working with you too. Yeah. So tell me, I know we worked on a lot, but what were some of the key points that, that we worked on that you're remembering and that you worked on in your business after our time together? Um, it, it was a lot of systems, putting up boundaries, you know, I'm in that stage where I'm growing very fast mm-hmm. and still not making money, still not taking any time off. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I raised my rates on January 1st. So I'll start seeing that in February because a lot of 
Um, I walk clients pay every two weeks. So those invoices are starting to come in. I actually started seeing them come in today mm-hmm. um, and just creating boundaries and um, really uh, going back to what Susan said, if, if, if deciding what I want. So mm-hmm. just talking to you and working through, like I have a fee schedule that will probably take a year to two years to, to implement because mm-hmm. I don't want to throw it all on them at once of, mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for being with me for four years. I'm going to now charge you all of this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, looking at ways that I can get my team to work with me where I'm really stuck is the the pet sitting. My dog walking is very smooth, but then I say that um, a couple of weeks ago, I had half my team out with COVID. Oh. So it was literally me walking 12 dogs trying to do that in five hours which is a bit impossible in texas you know everything's kind of spread apart so um i just like reevaluating things so i had a girl last summer and she's amazing but she got the opportunity to go to scotland and you know can't fault her for that and she Mm -hmm. started back last week oh i remember she was going to be starting back yes so i have decided uh something else susan said is if you have a hole in your schedule you fill it so if you have two people walking you're filling them up and that put me in a pickle when it was just me and thankfully my clients trust me and Mm -hmm. i go that extra mile and i have a lot of dogs that I'm the only one that can walk them and I get them used to me. And, you know, I've fostered hundreds of cats and dogs. So I have a lot of experience. And then I take my, my person in, um, a dog I've been walking since August, just me with, he will only let me in the door was a uh, looking Mallory today and throwing toys with her. So they know I have that patience. So when I would say, Hey, it's just me. I have to, sh- I have to shorten your visit or I might be an hour too late. They were all, okay with it but but I have also have an admin that does visits and she does admin Mm -hmm. and poor thing she's just she's had a streak she her daughter had her baby early her nephew had a wreck she had a wreck and then Mm -hmm. her family got COVID so it was like she was constantly out um and so I just decided to step back and let Mallory and another person take the walks my other people take the walks and I'm just being backup which is very unusual for me because I want to feel that I want yes. to make that money yes um, you have so. space in your schedule and it's like ah uh. so how how are you because that's an uncomfortable feeling to go through right right of like here's the space I could use that money you yes. know how are you dealing with that managing those feelings that are so like- uh well just knowing that I don't have to, I, I can work through it, you know, especially during the winter months, you know, with Texas, winter's a little different. Like it's 70 today, it'll be 20 tomorrow. So we, uh, you know, we experience winter a little differently by March. Everybody's out, everybody's going, we get busy. So I did a lot what Caitlin did. So Mondays and Fridays, I'm back up and I do admin and I walk Tuesday through Thursday. So I figure by March, if this isn't working for me, I can always change it up. So just give it a minute. Um, uh, You know, and also I I took two days off in January, which might sound like a lot to people, but January 9th, I took a day off and it was my first day off since Halloween. So, um, you know, just trying to give myself, you know, 
technically this is my fourth year in business, but you know, 2020 happened. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to look at 2020 as my gap year, you know, where I took off and I learned and uh, I didn't really pick back up until March of 2021. So I figure by March of 2023, I should Mm -hmm. be really going and I'll know if I want that empire or if I just, if I just want it to be me. Yeah. Yeah. I was coaching somebody yesterday and she was saying, you know, I really want a successful business and I'm so stressed out though in my business. And I was like, you know, there are a lot of miserable, successful people out there, you know, and successful in quotes because is success, you know, success isn't just about money, at least in my opinion, it's really about having an amazing, wonderful life. And hopefully having time and money, but we really have to create that. Like it doesn't just happen. You took January 9th off, you know, I bet you had some clients or some things that wanted to kind of take that day away from you. Am I right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Inevitably that happens as a business owner. There's always something you could do on that day off that's work, but that's not going to serve you. And so I'm just proud of you. This is a big, huge step that you're doing is, you know, really getting clear about you needing time off and actually taking it no matter what. I also said in with my admin, I had her go in and pick the weekend she's going to work and do the admin. So I have an actual day off, not, I'm not doing services, but I'm answering messages. So it's a full day off to me where I'm not, I am not looking at my business at all. Oh, that's fantastic. That must feel amazing. It does. It yeah, does. You feel like you again, right? Right. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's been difficult because this is what I've always wanted. And I know you always have to reevaluate that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I went from me to contractors to another contractor. Mm-hmm. And then July of last year, I switched to employees. And even though I did my research and I did my numbers, I didn't really understand what it was going to mm-hmm. cost me. Yeah. And so, you know, I tr- expensive. yeah, I tripled my revenue, but I took a loss. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, just trying to make all of that work in like, you know, like Susan said, do you really need that empire or do you want it just to be you? Um, I'm still wanting the empire, but I, yeah. I know I can always change my mind if I want to. You can. Yeah. And maybe your empire doesn't look like somebody else's empire either. Right. You know, right. yours yeah. might be a little smaller or it might be bigger. Right. Or it might be you not doing any of the work, any of the right. service work and just running your business or being the visionary behind the admin, the service providers, you know, who knows, right? right? But I think you'll know. And and what I'm really hearing with you, Stephanie, is you're getting clearer, clearer and clearer on what you need. Yes. You know, and like distancing yourself from what you think you you should be doing that should word can really get in the way of us living the kind of life and running the kind of business that really suits us and our needs right yeah Yeah, and I I also allow myself to still walk I getting out in the fresh sunshine and being Mm -hmm. with the dogs is it helps me physically emotionally and mentally with all of my health so I totally understand I, you know, I worked in jobs where I sat behind a desk and it yeah. didn't serve me. So I don't want to just do that, but yeah. also knowing that I can go walk my own dogs. I don't necessarily have to take it all on. So, yeah, 
Yeah. Great. Oh, I'm so, I'm just so proud of you for taking these steps. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, oh, does anybody have, what I was thinking is there may be people listening to the podcast who are thinking, I mean, I have a a long list of people who want to be on the podcast and be coached by me for these episodes, but, you know, I'm also thinking about there may be some people who are thinking, oh, this could really help me, but I'm afraid. Do you guys have any words of wisdom for them if they're feeling afraid about being on the podcast? Is there anything, maybe not, maybe nobody has anything to say about that, but if you want to just unmute and uh, speak up about that, you're welcome to. So um, can I share what I shared with you earlier? So um, I am very shy, I have social anxiety, but I also have severe body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. So seeing myself on Zoom is uh, it's physically uncomfortable. It causes me anxiety. Yeah. So when I first had to do the, I didn't realize uh, how it was done. I thought it would be done through a call. And when she mm-hmm. said Zoom, my anxiety kicked up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my best friend, we've been best friends for 41 years. Mm-hmm. She's also my accountability partner. Uh, so I called her and, you know, have my little freak out. She's a little bit more, you know, she can bring me down. And she said, well, why don't you just see if you can't see yourself? So I can't see myself right now and I'm fine. <laughs> and you know, I am, Aww. I am shy. Um, yeah. but I just, uh, as long as I'm in business mode, mm-hmm. I'm fine. And yeah. and it's not a social thing. It's a business thing. Sure. Um, and I, I can talk in front of hundreds of people when I'm in business mode. So yeah. just, uh, step out of your comfort zone and also not being sure that what you have to say is going to matter to other people. Yeah, but I mean, something everybody has said here today has mattered to me. So Uh it's amazing how that happens, really. Yeah, and I've had people who aren't pet business owners who have listened to this podcast and have, you know, taken the time to email me and say, "I have a house cleaning business," or "I have, you know, a different kind of business," and these coaching sessions are really helping me both in my life and my business. And it really is because you guys, all of you today have shown up so courageously to be on the podcast and, you know, let us into your world. It's, I, I mean, I feel teary just even thinking about it and saying it, I'm so grateful. And I just want you to know, all of you have made an impact on those people. And there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast. So you have impacted many, many people through your courage. Yeah. Thank you so much. Anybody else want to say any words of wisdom to people who are maybe feeling afraid of being on the podcast? I have something real quick. Um, it's it's just um I I think what it is 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 the work that we do can also be very isolating Mm -hmm. um even like even if you're working with other people and you have staff or you're working with ICs or things like that we don't see each other Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know it's like and especially with COVID there's less of that too you're not getting together for you know meetings you're just and everybody's on the run so you're just talking um really you know, quick 
just transferring information and moving on. So it's like when you're in the you're in the car, you're going into people's homes, they're either not home because they're away, or if they're working from home, they're on conference calls and you're not interacting with them typically anyway. You you really kind of get the sense that it's just your problem and there's something that's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think having this opportunity to talk to you, Kristen, and um, just get some guidance to break out of your own head um, for that too is a huge help. And here listening to everyone else today, you know, I've had all of these, you know, same problems to one degree or another. So, um, you know, you're all giving a gift to me uh, with me hearing what you have to say. And, and I'm also then, you know, giving back by this as well as us getting the opportunity to work with you, you know, Crystal on this as well, but it, it's, um, it's you just to help get out of that isolation. And to realize, um, you know, that, that um, it's just we, we, we all, as part of humanity, if, again, other businesses, just not business. We all have these same, you know, stresses and anxieties and things that we put on ourselves just with your personal life, too. You know, yeah. work too much on your house, you know, things for that, too. So I think um, yeah. just, you know, opening up has made me more open to receive more, too, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It does. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. Carly, did you want to say anything? I thought you did. Yeah, and I'll try not to cry. Um, So I was telling somebody right before this that, um, you know, what an honor it is to be on this call. Um, Because, you know, I've listened to you for probably three years and, and gone to a lot of your webinars and have all your books. And so number one, to be picked, to be on your, the podcast the first time was, was a big honor. And I got so much out of it. Um, And then to be asked to be back on it, to review and to say just how, I mean, huge help for my business that I have something to sell, you know, um, it's just huge. And anybody that would want to be, to talk to you, I would just encourage because, you know, when you listen to Kristen Morrison, you're just so, so kind and sweet. And that is exactly who you are. And you're just authentic and you're different. Some of the other coaches that you talk to are very abrasive and blunt, and that's their style. And um, that works for some people. That would not work for me. That would turn me off and and make me kind of cower and hide. But you're very warm and inviting. And, and you just, you have all of these suggestions that are just really, really helpful. And, and it's not intimidating. And it's just, okay, I mean, all of us on this call had different things that we were dealing with, and it's just a very unique approach where, you know, you've helped me with my business, you've helped me with my personal life, and you and you share, um, and I feel like like we're friends, and and I and I've I've paid for for private coaching and done the best year yet, um, so we do have a, a closer relationship than just one podcast. Um, but it's a very, um, I think, a unique relationship that's, that's, that's very special. 
Mm. And it was just like, I'm, I'm recording a, a podcast, the hundredth podcast with one of my mentors and, and how cool is that? And what an honor that one of the industry leaders for pet sitting is asking us to be on her hundredth podcast and what an honor. And so thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of this accomplishment with you because you're amazing and you have just created such a wonderful, warm community that allows us to be a part of this with you and creates a safe place where we can all come and be vulnerable and be like Susan and talk about our wrens and our little things you know, and it's just a safe place that we can talk about whatever and that it's fine. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Kristen. And I would encourage anybody that has something that they need help with to to email Kristen and, and bring about. And if she can help you on the podcast, then she will. And if not, she'll do private coaching with you. Mm -hmm. And it's worth it because she is just a fountain of knowledge. Thank you, Carly. I'm crying now. <laughs> yeah. You're just a beautiful a spirit. Thank you, sweetie. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. I'm just, ah, you know, one of the things that I have been taking in um, these last couple of years is learning to receive, you know, we who are caretakers by nature, which is all of us here today, and probably a lot of listeners who are listening, um, have a really easy time taking care of others and like giving, and you know, the energy, it's like the exhale, you know, is easy for us. The, the giving and the generosity, if you're a caretaker, that's who you are in your nature. And what can be challenging sometimes is like receiving the inhale, taking it in, letting, you know, somebody's praise or a compliment kind of wash over you and like really let it into your heart, you know? And I'm happy to say, Carly, that I am able to just let what you just said land and like really land in my heart. And it's just a big gift, you know, what you just gave me is a big gift. And I really want to thank you for that. Yeah. And I've unwrapped it and I'm holding it and I'm treasuring it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you everyone today for being on, for being brave. We all are just, such tender humans, you know, this is a really hard time we're living in right now. It's hard. It's really hard. (laughs) And all of us are going through something, you know, and a lot of us are putting on brave faces and making stuff happen in spite of, you know, what's going on around us. And I just think what I'm realizing more, and I'm going to end with this because I know you all have things that you have to do after this, but um, what I'm realizing more and more in my life is that 
time is our most valuable resource. It is like the most treasured resource that we have. You know, we may think money is is the resource, but really money can be a vehicle to create more time. Work can be a vehicle to create more time if we work in the correct way, right? But really, this moment is gone. Like right now, you know, that's it. And so I just, I really want to leave you with that. And to really, you know, some of you I heard today are really honoring this precious resource of time by scheduling a day off, you know, January 9th, you know, or whatever day you schedule off, you know, taking a weekend day off and you deserve it. And if you don't take it off and plan it and put it in your schedule, guess what? It is not going to happen. Clients aren't going to say, hey, gay, hey, guess what? You know, I think you should take a day off and I'm going to pay you. That's not going to happen. Like you have to actually plan for it. And I really want to encourage that. You know, if we have learned nothing else during this pandemic, it's like how precious life is and our time and energy. Okay. So I really thank you. It was you a pleasure, everyone. It was great hearing from all of you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you. Thank you, Carly. Nice to meet you all. Yeah. And nice to see you again, Susan. And Thank to you. see your gourd that you showed. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> the little run house is so sweet. Yeah. Now yeah. I got to go back and listen to everybody's episodes who I missed. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, my dears. Have a beautiful day. Thank Me you too. again. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed this update session with these wonderful, wonderful pet business owners who adjusted their schedule, bent over backwards to be here today. It means a lot to me, and I imagine it means a lot to you to be able to know where they're at now after this. And if you are interested in being coached on the podcast you can find out more about how to do that on the show notes page, which is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 100. That's the number 100. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 100. And you will find more information in the show notes. You can also email me at admin at prosperouspetbusiness.com. If you're interested in getting some private coaching with me, there'll be links to the various coaching options that I have as well. I would be happy and delighted to work with you if you're struggling with something or even just feeling like, ah, I just need another set of eyes and ears to look at my business and kind of see what is going on and how I can move forward. 
I love, I love, love, love working with people that are challenged in their business. And I look forward to helping you if that's something you, you would like. So I wish you a beautiful day or a beautiful evening wherever you're at in the world. Thank you so much for your love and support. And if you feel at all inspired to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you would just take a moment to do that. No pressure, only if it feels right for you. But I do read all of those reviews and and I would just love it if you would be willing to do that. Thank you so much. Thank you for your support through the years. And I look forward to creating many more podcasts. And this season is all about me coaching pet business owners who are challenged in their business. And so you will be hearing more of these episodes and I look forward to bringing them to you. Take good care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.